Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to stand out here. I can see y'all better. I got to come over here. This is my music in a box. It's over here today. All right. You guys know this song, so I want y'all singing along, okay? We're glad to be here. Y'all glad to see the bus driver? Yes. Yeah. Woo! You don't get no respect, brother. <laughs> Modern technology. <laughs> when it works, it's right. There we go. There we go. That's better. I'm satisfied with just a cottage below, a little silver. And a little gold But in that city Where the ransom will shine I want a gold one That silver line I've got a mansion Just over the hilltop in that bright land where we'll never grow old. And someday yonder we will never more wander But walk on streets that are pure as
It'll just be a mini one though. <laughs> this world is not my home. Yes, see, I'm only passing through for my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue the angels beckon me all from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home Not my home, then Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Now they're all expecting me, and that's one thing I know. You see, I made it. Right with my Jesus so many years ago And the songs of sweetest praise Drift back from heaven's shore And I can't feel at home in this world anymore Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you if heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh no, I can't feel at home in this world. Troubles you to stay, but you're in a 
forgotten you. Come on, it's okay. I have. I've been there. It's like, okay, where are you? I need you right now. But you know, he's rarely ever early. You ever notice that? He doesn't come early sometimes, most of the time. But he's never ever late. Amen. Right? Would you agree with me that he's always on time? Amen. You may not understand it right at the moment, but later down the road you'll see that he was just on time.
boat on his way. Arthur ran to him and in Lord, if you'd been here, you could have healed him. He'd still be alive. But you're four days late. You know, I thought 
it was pretty sneaky of the pastor bringing that dog over here up beside me. <laughs> and I promise you, I was going to be good. And when he went to crunching down on that bone or that rawhide, I was, I'm sure enough going to be good. Because <laughs> he'll hurt you. I want, before I, I do this, I'm, I'm just going to mention this one thing. I want you guys, you got a poster out here about uh, the August 24th singing that we're having. Please do not forget that. We want to see a turnout by you folks out there because you're going to enjoy it. We've got some great singers that's going to be there. And uh, it's it's a Gaither style. Everybody's seen the Gaither videos and all that. That's the way we do it. And uh, uh, we had a packed house last uh, last year when we did it. So please don't forget that. They're at Levon Assembly, Saturday night, August the 24th at 6 o'clock. All right? Amen. All right, we'll try this, sir. <clears throat> I mean, ma'am. <clears throat> This king who wore their crown And they gladly watched the champion Going down Oh, but I will never count him out For I am a witness of The day he rose to claim the title Champion of love He is the highest Greater than the grave, no one will ever take his crown away. He's more mighty than the mightiest, he reigns from above. He 
So we're going to do this, then I'm going to walk over here and get this so I can talk to y'all for just a minute. Does she talk to herself all the time? I'm talking to them. <laughs> I was like, mm. So, aren't you thankful for the champion of love? Amen. Isn't that a great song? And you did a wonderful job, Pastor Amen. I love singing with him. I really do. I just can't get him to do it much. But I know, I think I sit in a room full of people this morning that if it weren't because of God's amazing grace and His mercy, we would not be here. Amen. I wouldn't be here. I honestly think that I would have been dead and gone a long time ago had it not been for His mercy and His grace. And so, before JR comes to speak to us this morning, I want to sing this old, old song, and um, it's because he looked beyond all of our faults, and he saw our needs, and our need was Jesus Christ.
Do it. Tell me about it. Let me down just a little bit, Don. Over there. Bring it down. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to blow your eardrums out yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the formalities over with first. Good morning. 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 You glad to be here this morning? Amen. Okay, in about an hour and 45 minutes from now, I hope you still feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all laughing about? <laughs> now, let's go to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for the many opportunities that we have today, Father, to worship you in the ways that we have already worshipped through our tithes and our offerings and through the singing of praise, Father. We we praise you every day. We raise your we want to raise you up in the desert. And we're in a desert right now. Father, we ask that you just bless the reading of your word this morning. Anoint my tongue that I may speak clearly and speak with understanding. That everyone's eyes will be opened and their ears will be opened to hear what the message is today. These things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For y'all that are keeping score, uh, Hebrews 12. This is where we're going to be reading from this morning. I don't know what's been going on with me and with other things going on around me, but the last few weeks, I've had a lot of talking about faith. I've had a lot of talking to myself about what is true Christian fellowship. Where do we really go with this stuff? You know, we got to get to a point where we understand what God's Word says to us and what it means to us. A lot of times we find ourselves in situations where we don't want to inconvenience somebody. We don't want to be a burden on somebody. And we withdraw into ourselves. And I know I'm talking to somebody in the room today. Don't get your feelings hurt, okay? If you've been withdrawing, don't get your feelings hurt because it's my fault you've been doing it. I haven't shared the word with you enough. I haven't told you about the love of God enough. Or maybe you haven't heard it enough. I don't know. Preaching and being a pastor of a church is a hard job. I want to preach to you about the salvation of Christ. That's the most important thing I can think of. But I also have a responsibility to lead you and to show you how to live for God. It's a responsibility that a lot of us take on in this room. I have opinions. I have ideas. I have my way of thinking sometimes. And then I have that stinking thinking. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If anybody in this room ain't had some stinking thinking this week, I want you to get up and go out the door. <laughs> if you tell me you ain't had none, go out the door because you're lying to me, okay? And I want the truth to come out today. So, I'm going to go to verse 14. Hebrews 12, verse 14. Tell me when you're there. Amen. Amen. Work at living in peace with everyone and work of living a holy life. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Did you hear me? Those who are not holy will not see the Lord. 
That's pretty heavy to say somebody, isn't it? If you're not holy, you're not going to see God. Whew, that's tough. I don't know if I like this guy or not. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Does it say, watch over each other for God won't give you grace? It says, watch over each other so that you will receive grace from God. How important is it for us to be in fellowship with each other and know that God's grace is there? Pam just talked about it a while ago. She wouldn't be here today or she doesn't think she would be here today if it wasn't for the grace of God. Amen. What if she didn't see that grace? She wouldn't be here. What if she hadn't found that grace? What if you don't find it? I ain't going to be here you don't quit talking out loud, you ain't going to be here anyway. <laughs> that was rhetorical. It didn't mean you had to answer it. <laughs> Guys, we've got to understand something. The grace of God has always been on this planet from the day one. From the day He created it from nothing, grace was here. It's up to us to find that grace. Her lungs, she's fine. You've got to understand this. Grace comes to everybody that finds it. You want it? How do you get grace from God? Ask. Ask. Fellowship with other people that have a pattern of following in grace. If you don't know about something, you can't get it, right? I mean, if I know how to do CPR, and somebody laying on the floor and I don't use it, what have I just done? I killed him. I failed. Because I didn't use what I had. As a pastor of your church, my job is to make you understand that your great grace of God and love of God and the presence of God has got to be in your life. No matter what else you're doing, you've got to get to the point where you understand that God's grace is stronger than anything else. God's love for you is always there. And how do you get there? Oh, dear, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I talk to God every day. Okay. But do you follow what He tells you? Do you listen to what He's telling you and do you follow what He's telling you to do? Does God tell you to go out there and be a hermit? No. Does God tell you to withdraw from people when you don't feel good? No. Does God tell you to keep all your little things that's bothering you to yourself? No. What's He say? Give it to me. Give it to who? Him. Give it to God. If you give it to God, what's God going to do with it? He's going to send somebody. Listen to me. He's going to send somebody that's been through what you're going through. To bring comfort to you. Amen. He's going to send somebody that knows how to deal with the situation to come and help you deal with it. He's going to send somebody that has already been there, prepared the way for you, walked through it, done it, conquered it, and came back from it. Are y'all getting who I'm talking to yet? Oh, but I don't know that person. You better get to know him. Amen. You want me to introduce you to him? 
His name is Jesus. Amen. And where do we find Jesus? Do we find Jesus in our loneliness? Do we find Jesus in our anger? Do we find Jesus hanging out in bars and clubs and honky tonks and at the bottom of a bottle? I'm going to testify to you about something. I have never found Jesus at the bottom of a bottle. I found him after the bottle got broke a couple of times. I got broken myself, I found him. But he was not in the bottle. He was not in drugs and alcohol. He's not in those things. But he is in this world. And if you look for him, you will find him. Seek him and you will find him. But how do you know to seek him? Where do you learn to seek him? In the word. Huh? In the word? Fellowship with others? How about prayer? Prayer. How about a relationship with the man that gave his life for you? Amen. Who's your best friend in the whole world? God. Jesus. A true friend will lay his life down for you. Y'all uh, ain't got to the point yet. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you. Corrupting many. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a, there's a key here, isn't there? Do it to where you don't corrupt not only yourself, but others. What you do, how you live your life, will affect how other people see and live their lives. Hmm. Is there a lesson in that? Is there a lesson in there? Yes, there is. If I live my life haphazardly and I go out there and do what I want to do, and I don't care what anybody thinks, and I don't care what other people look at, and what other people see. What am I doing? I'm destroying myself. But how many other people am I taking with me? How many people am I leading down that road? I'm going to tell you something. For the first part of my life, and some of y'all know this, some of you don't. Some of you in the back of the room know this better than anybody else. When I was 16, 15, 16, 17 years old, I was a hellion. I didn't care about nobody. I didn't love nobody. I didn't want to even be around nobody. Right, Rusty? I didn't care about people. And what was I doing to the people I was around? I was destroying their lives too. Because they were following me. They were looking at my example of how I was living and living the same way I was. I wasn't popular. I wasn't one of the kids in school that had all the great stuff. But I had a lot of people that watched over me. And they saw what I did. And I had influence on people. But one day, 1986, sitting in Saxe, Texas, I came to a realization of something. That I needed God. And I'm not going to give you all the details of that story, but it's a long story and it's a bad story. But I realized I needed God. And I called on Him. I opened up to His grace. I opened up to His love. 
I opened up to his forgiveness. Now, I told y'all several times I didn't have that miraculous change of life and I became the guy I am today. From 1986 to 2000 is a long time. It took that long. But there in Saxon, Texas, is the Saxon Assembly of God on a Sunday morning sitting in the second row back because there wasn't nobody else to sit. All the preachers sat on the front row. And the only seat that was available for me that day was on the very end, right where Lily's sitting today. And there was a line of preachers in front of me and their wives. And God said, I got something for you. And I said, no. Not this old boy. I ain't doing this again. Preacher gave the altar call. Everybody stood up. Everybody bowed their head and closed their eyes. By the time their eyes closed, I did that Roger Rabbit thing. Exit stage right, and I was gone. <clears throat> Sitting out in the parking lot of Sexy Assembly God Church and on a big old hill out there. They had big old hill of rocks and three crosses. Some of y'all have been around here a long time remember that. I ran to those rocks. And I got up on top of those rocks and I sat down and I lit me up a cigarette. And I started saying, oh no God, we ain't doing this. Oh, you ain't doing this to me. Little did I know. And I didn't really pay attention to where I was sitting. But you know where I was? I was right at the foot of the cross. The middle cross and that set. I was trying to run from God. And I ran right to his feet. And he come back down off that cross. And he put that in my heart. Ministry is hard. Living for God is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Because there's so much stuff out there that shows me it's easier to live that way. Until so I started praying. I got into fellowship and I started listening to God. I started studying the Word more. And I started praying more. And I started living what this Bible tells me to do. And I'm going to tell you something today. It's easier for me to live for God than it is for that world. I can live for God without any problem because I know He's my Savior. I know He's my foundation. He is the truth, the light, and the way. And through Him, I will enter the gates of heaven. No other way. I don't care what Oprah Winfrey tells you. I don't care what Tom Cruise tells you. There is no scientific way. There is no other way. You cannot buy it. You cannot trade for it. You have to lay your life down for it. Lay yourself down. It's the foot of the cross. And ask God to come into your life. It's the only way. No other way. Oh, I wish there was. I wish there were other ways. Can I tell you my Jesus thought that wish there was other ways too? Amen. In the garden, he said, Dad, is there any other way we can do this? And he said something very pronounced. Something very real. You need to say this today. Not my way, but your way. It's God's way. No other way works. No other way will work. I'm trying, y'all. Verse 16, I think where I'm at. Verse 16 says, Make sure that no one is immoral or godless like 
Ezekiel, who traded his birthright as the firstborn son in a single meal. Don't give away your birthright. Not for a house, not for a car, not for a woman or a man, or big to-dos. Don't trade your birthright for anything. What is your birthright? Who are you? Child of God. If you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, like many of you in this room claim you have, your birthright is to serve God. And spend eternity with Him in heaven. Amen. Don't give that away for anybody. My God is jealous, people. He's a very jealous God. His commandments say, the very first of the commandments say what? No other God. No other God before me. How many gods have you got before God today? How many things you've got in your life that you put before God today? If you got any, you better get rid of them. You better turn them over to Him and let Him handle them. Because without them, you ain't got a chance. Without them. 17. You know that afterward, when He wanted His Father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. Y'all seen that shirt I wear sometimes that says, Every knee shall bow? I'm going to tell you something, every knee will bow. There's going to come a day that you're not going to like very much. And that's the day you die, or the day he comes. If you haven't accepted him and you haven't lived for him, you're going to cry out to him. You're going to beg Him for forgiveness. You're going to beg Him to take you to heaven. And He ain't going to take you. Because once it's over, any gamers in this room? Y'all know what gaming is, right? When you finish the game, what flashes up on the screen? Game over. Game over. And you can't go back and redo what you tried to do either, can you? It's over. You can't go back and live life again. Am I am I being harsh to y'all this morning? Uh, come on. Yeah, am I am I telling you something you don't already know, or maybe I'm telling you something you don't want to hear? If you're in this room today and you don't have Jesus in your life, I'm talking to people in this room. You may know who Jesus is. You may believe in Him. There's a lot of people that believe in Jesus. You want me to start the first list off for you? Satan. Satan. <laughs> Satan knows him. Satan believes in him. But Satan doesn't serve him. And don't live for him. So you'd be a good crowd if you don't know him. Knowing him ain't the key. Knowing who he is is not the answer. Oh, J.R., I have faith. I know he's real. Yes, I agree with you. But I also know the Bible says faith without works is dead. Yep. Good works. Not bad works. Good works. Well, what I do doesn't affect others. Mm. Let me tell you something. Every time you do something for this world that edifies this world, you're hurting somebody. Oh, but I just do it for fun. Mm. Be careful what you do for fun, folks. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, right? 
Some of us get on Facebook, we post some pretty sick things, don't we? If you got 500 friends, I'm going to say this and somebody's going to get mad. If you got 500 friends and you look down to that Facebook page and you find a half naked woman doing stuff on that page that she don't need to be doing and you hit like, you just told 500 friends you agree with that. What about dirty jokes and stuff like that? Oh, it don't hurt nobody, right? You know that my words carry more weight than you think they do? Your words carry a lot of weight. How you act carries a lot of weight. Don't go there acting stupid. And yes, I said don't go acting stupid. Act like you've got some sense. Act like you've got God in your life. Act like you're proud to be a Christian. Act like you know that you're going to heaven and you want to take as many people with you as you can. Stop living for the world. Oh, but I'm not hurting anybody. What's this book just say? Everything you do has an influence on somebody. There's some little bitty kids in this room. Everything we say and do influences their life for the rest of their life. How many of y'all lived in a Christian home where everything was perfect and you didn't have any problems? How many of y'all lived in homes where you live today what you saw when you were younger? Now, come on. Raise your hands and say amen because you know you do. I do. I still have tendencies to go back to what my mom and daddy taught me. What my grandpa and grandma taught me. What people in my life showed me. When I get mad, the first thing I want to do is bust somebody in the head. That's the truth. But my God says don't. So if I pray for that person instead of bust them in the head, what have I just done? Stayed out of jail. <laughs> stayed out of jail for one thing. <laughs> I stayed out of jail, but I also stayed out of hell. Amen. You don't want to go to hell, don't do the crime. Folks, we got to get past the stuff that we've been going through for the last 20 years of, oh, it's going to be all right, honey. You can go do whatever you want to, and God's still going to love you, and He's not going to chastise you. He's not going to punish you for being wrong. That's a lie from the devil straight out of hell. And that's where you're going to go if you don't change your thinking of it. Amen. I'm sorry, I don't want to hear that. But where I go to church on Sunday morning. You have not come to physical mountains to a place, a flaming fire, darkness, gloom, whirlwinds, as Israel did in the Mount Sinai. For they heard the awesome triumphs blast and the voices trembled, but they begged God to stop speaking. They struck, they struck, strained back under God's command. If they, if even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was frightened at the sight, but he said, I am terrified and trembling. You touch sin, you live in sin. What are you going to be? Sin. Sorry, guys. You stay in the middle of sin, you're going to be sin. You want to be a Christian? You want to be a good, godly person? Get involved with good, godly people. Walk in godly people, and you'll be godly people if you try. Oh, but Daryl, you don't understand. 
I'm surrounded by them. <laughs> Guess what, guys? I am too. I'm surrounded by sinful people every day of my life. But if I become the light, where's their darkness? What happens when you turn a light on in a dark room? The light comes on, doesn't it? And the light shines. <laughs> Stand in the corner. <laughs> Guys, we've got to understand this. It's past the point of our time and our generations of candy-coating, sweet-talking, telling people that everything's going to be okay. When a generation of people are dying and going to hell. It's time we stand up. It's time we put some Mount Sinai's out there. Don't touch it. Don't even get around it because the more you're around it, the more you become it. And I don't care who you are and how strong you think you are. You get wrapped up in a sinful situation, what's going to happen to you? Get dragged down. You're going to start following that sinful situation. I don't care who you are. Me, myself, I know if I went back to the bars and I went back to the stuff that I came out of, I know me. I know that I would start acting that way again. You know why? Because God's turned his back on you. God didn't turn his back on me. I turned my back on him. There's a big difference there. God won't never turn his back on me. But if I get caught up in that stuff, because I have a... Y'all may not know this, okay? I have an addictive personality. I get addicted to what's going on around me. How many of y'all got addictive personalities? All of us do, to a certain degree. But I'm telling you the truth, and the truth is this. Jesus Christ is break your addiction. If I'm going to be addicted to something, I'm going to be addicted to God. And I am addicted to the blood of Jesus. Amen. It's a great addiction to have. Where am I? Paul, where am I? Smart up. 22. No, you have come to the Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the country's thousands of angels in joyful gathering. You have come to assemble as God's firstborn children. Those names are written in heaven. You have come to God Himself, who is the judge over all things. What's He judge over? All things. You have come to the spirit of the righteous ones in heaven, who have now been made perfect. When did they get made perfect? At that point. When they went to heaven. So you're not going to be perfect until you get to heaven. Back to, back to life, right? You have come to Jesus, the one who meditates the new covenant between God and people. Who's, who's, your, who's your mediator? Who mediates your life? Okay, I'm going to ask that question again. Who mediates your life? God. In all situations, who, who mediates your life? Jesus. Then why are you failing in so many things? Why are you suffering so through much stuff? Why are you struggling to do this and do that? 
if he's your mediator, you're doing it through him. Why are you suffering? Because you ain't suffering. You ain't doing it through him. You're doing it through self. And self will not do it. You cannot get there yourself. You've got to do it through him. Say, Jesus, I got this. Don't worry. I can take care of this myself. <laughs> yeah, let me know how it works for you, Rusty. Yeah, don't work too well. Don't work too well, does it? Yeah. Charlie, how's it? I got you. I got this work. Yeah, I ain't saying none of them in the corner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got this thing. <laughs> Verse 25, be grateful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who's speaking. For if the people of Israel do not escape when they refuse to listen to Moses and the entire messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. Reject Christ if you want to. Walk the way you want to walk. Do what you want to do. But don't cry when you don't make it. I'm here to tell you this morning there's only one way into heaven. That's to the gates of heaven through Jesus Christ. He says, Deny me before man, I will deny you before my Father. I am the truth, the light, and the way. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Don't want me to keep going? I got a bunch of them. The devil said, I, am, I come to seek, destroy, and to kill. Jesus said, I come, that you may have life more abundant. Amen. If you don't know what that means, go get John 10.10 10 and read it for 30 days. Day after day after day after day, read John 10.10 10 for 30 days. At the end of 30 days, if you don't understand that, something's wrong. Amen. Trust me, it works. John 10.10. 10. I live a John 10.10 10 life, for I know that Jesus is my Savior. And I live life more abundant because of Him. Y'all didn't give me a raise. I ain't got no more money than I had last year. But I got life more abundant today than I've ever had. Amen. Because my treasure is not on this earth, but in heaven above. Amen. Don, you awake? I had a question for you this morning. Do you know Jesus? Are you living your life for him? Are you living the way he called you to live? Are you doing it your way? Walking sideways here and backwards here. And when things get a little tough, then you call on Jesus. How many of y'all are guilty of that? Come on. Things get a little sideways. Oh, Jesus, please help me get through this. But if you'd been talking to him all along, it probably wouldn't be that way. I'm sorry if you don't like that, but... God told me you want me to preach the truth. The last time I checked, the only sure it's been on these lips is my coffee this morning. So, don't expect me to be nice. Don't expect me to be kind. Expect me to be a man of God that God called me to be. Amen. And I know those messages are tough, guys, when I tell you, you got to live for God or go to hell. I'm going to tell you something. If you're in this room today and you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and I'm not talking about knowing, he, knowing who He is. I'm talking about being in a personal relationship with Him. You don't die and go to hell. That's just the way it is. How do you get out of that situation? You go to your knees and you ask Christ to come live in you. You believe it in your heart. You confess it with your mouth. That's what he said. He said, you got to confess it with your mouth. So, 
How many of y'all are willing today to raise your hand and say, I'm a child of God and I'm going to heaven? Come on. Everybody with your hands up, come up here. I won't pray with you. Everybody don't have your hand up, come up here with me. Because, see, confess before men. Or I will deny you before my Father. I love y'all. I want every one of you in heaven. I want all your kids in heaven. I want all your grandkids in heaven. I want your mamas and daddies in heaven. I want my worst enemies in heaven. You know why? They're all God's children. They're all my brothers and sisters. Even if I don't agree with you, I want you in heaven. And if you don't agree with me, Go read it for yourself and come back to me if you agree or disagree. And if you disagree, you can show me that I'm wrong. You know what? I'm a big man. I'll stand up and say, hey, I, I read that wrong. I interpreted it wrong. But I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of truth in what I talk. Because I'm too, I'm too involved not to be involved. We were blessed yesterday morning at the Unity Breakfast. We had a great time out there. There's been a lot of things going on. Birthday parties and all kinds of stuff happening out there in the world today. Let me tell you something. The best party in the world is when somebody turns their life over to Jesus. Amen. The angels even party when that happens. God said the angels dance and sing and shout when somebody gives their life to Christ. Is there anybody in the room today who wants to make the angels sing and shout? You're lost in here today. You don't know Jesus. Why don't you turn your life over to him this morning? Not because you may leave here and die. Not because tomorrow may never come. Not because Jesus is going to come down tonight from heaven. But because you need Jesus. Right now. Anybody? There's one person right here. Right now. There's one person. There's one person that needs to commit yourself to Jesus this morning. Let's do it now. about three more seconds. Time's up. But if you accept him today, tomorrow, next week, you let us know, okay? Anybody in this room that's a Christian man that's watching the blood of Jesus? Are you living what God called you to do? Are you living the way he told us to? If you're not, you need to get with you need to get on page with him. You need to get on your knees with him and talk to him. He can change your life. He can straighten things out for you. But you got to be willing to hunt for him. His grace is available. His love is available. His salvation is available. But you got to go get it. And he ain't going to bring it to you on a silver platter. Okay? Pam? Don? Kill your stuff there. Ms. Pam, you got something else for us before we dismiss? Have I got a deacon around the room somewhere? Put my deacon stand up. I need y'all to grab some baskets. While they're singing this song, I'm going to ask y'all to bless them with whatever you can. Y'all know how we do this around here. We don't pay these people to come. 
Do we? It's all about what you guys give them. If they've blessed you today and you feel like they've done a great job, bless them. If you really like her music, she's got some CDs and stuff out there on the table. Take some of those home with you. Of course, you got to pay her for them. She ain't giving them to you. Jalapeno jelly. Huh? Jalapeno jelly? Jalapeno jelly? Oh, my God. Make your slap him on. Sir, you got a corner for that. You can get some jalapeno jelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pam? Joan? Don? Some hot meat. For the cleansing part, are you lost in the blood of the Lamb? Are you holy, trusting in His grace, His power? Are you lost in the blood of the Lamb? Lay aside the cards that you stay with sin. 